best female filmmakers at the 21st Female Eye Film Festival this July 26th to 30th, celebrating its new home at Hot Dogs Ted Rogers Cinema. Voted Movie Maker Magazine's top 50 film festivals worth the entry fee, the Female Eye Film Festival programs five days of thought-provoking, award-winning film screenings, late-night thrills and chills program, opening ceremonies, special galas, and more. Go to thefemaleeyefilmfestival.com for a chance to win all-access passes. From the roots up, CIUT 89.5 FM, Toronto. originally started out as a jazz singer. Uh, her early recordings, which have kind of uh, 
disappeared in some senses, uh, were very, very much jazz. And then she kind of evolved into this country-tinged pop star. Big hit for her, Wheel of Fortune. And I, I was watching a film the other day, a great film called The Devil All the Time, and it was on the soundtrack. Went, oh, yeah, Wheel of Fortune by K-Star. My goodness, I haven't heard that in a long time. Anyways, this is, of course, CIUT 89.5 FM. The Bill King Show is over. The Lovecast is setting up. So we have the next couple hours to it. Well, actually, we don't. I'm my mistake. We are actually broadcasting live from, from a mix festival here in Toronto. We'll have more of that as we go on. But this afternoon, um, it's kind of rainy here at the inn. All of our outdoor activities were canceled, curtailed. Uh, we had a seniors uh, pickleball tournament going on. And later on, there was the seniors 1K marathon. But we had to cancel all of that stuff. And everybody's kind of hanging out in the lobby. So uh, we do have something exciting happening, though. Later on in the afternoon, we have a guest at the inn who's willing to come on the radio. It's a rare thing. Leslie Ann Coles, who is the festival director of the Female Eye Film Festival that we just heard uh, uh, an ad for. And this should be good. She's uh, quite an astounding woman. It's an amazing festival. We'll have a good time. Until that point, I thought what we can do today is let's play, because we're sort of celebrating this wonderful film festival, let's, uh, let's just play Strong Women for the next couple of hours. How's that? That sounds good to me. Anybody got a request? 416-946-7000, but it's got to be a woman. Okay? It'll be a deal. Who is stronger than Nina Simone?
careful clothes He cares for me My baby don't care For cars and races Baby don't care for He don't care for high-toned places Liz Taylor is not his style And even Liberace's smile Something he can't see Is something he can't see I wonder what's wrong With baby My baby just cares for
sure. I'm not sure. I, just, I know it's kind of busy in the lobby today. Just you, you're going to have to find your own room key. I'm sorry, I can't uh, can't do that. What a nice set of music. Starting off way at the top, we started with uh, Nina Simone and My Baby Just Cares About Me. Then we heard the Exciters, who I love and one of my favorite songs, Tell Him. We also heard Patty Dillon, or sorry, Phyllis Dillon from uh, from Jamaica. Early, kind of almost, a, I could, yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say she was kind of pre-reggae. Uh, recording artist in Kingston and her version of Stephen Stills Love the One You're With then we heard uh, we heard Rosie Flores who uh, doesn't get the respect I think she deserves and her version of Merle Haggard's My Own Kind of Hat and then we heard Molly Tuttle who I just love and as I say every time I play it it's Tuttle not Buttle and her version of She's a Rainbow and then we heard Ronnie Spector, and she talks to rainbows, and that whole set closed off with uh, Monkey Man, the Toots and the Maytal song, and we heard it done by Amy Winehouse. This is, of course, CIUT 89.5 FM, another Saturday afternoon here at Phil's Inn. It's kind of rainy here, and a lot of, of the guests are hanging out in the lobby because we had to kind of cancel all our outdoor activities, the, the seniors' uh, 1K marathon, we had to cancel that, and kind of disappointed but the exciting thing is we have a guest in the studio not just a guest but a really special guest a wonderful guest we have laura ann coles the festival director of the 21st female eye film festival such a long title how are you leslie I'm good, yeah. So we refer to ourselves as FEF now, Female Feff. Eye Film Festival, uh, just short form, like TIFF, FEF. Yeah, I like uh, FEF. Yeah, so thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for being here. It's great to have you in the inn. Not many people visit. Ah, <laughs> such great music. I don't know why. Wow, well, thank you. I could you. hang out here all day. But thank you, thank uh-huh. you. Maybe, maybe we will. We never know. Anyways, you're, you're the, the festival director, the big cheese at this film festival, and it's the 21st? Yeah, it's I our d- 22nd year. We, okay. we we held the first event in 2001, um, and so technically it's our 22nd year, but it's our 21st first, edition. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and how long have you been involved? Since the beginning. Since the inception, wow. Mm-hmm. I founded it in 2001. So I, I can't do the math in my head, so what year would that be? Oh, would, oh, the year that we founded yeah, the, yeah. Oh, it was 2001. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, and what did that look like? Well, it was kind of crazy. Uh, we held the festival at the Bloor Cinema, okay. and it was in November, and it was a three-day, like a Friday to a Sunday, and we didn't do our research and we coincided with the Santa Claus parade <laughs> on Bloor Street and so we had all the guests and all the filmmakers coming in through the back alley it was insane that's funny um, but we were sold out I mean we we were the only you know international woman directors film festival in the city in the province yeah and the only competitive one in the country actually and uh, yeah so it was really exciting 42 films Wow. More than half of them were local-based directors, wow. which really blew my mind. Wow. Yeah. And this is an awarded festival. Yes, yes, yes. Which adds a whole other layer of, uh, mm-hmm. of involvement for the mm-hmm. staff, actually. Um, so um, I wonder, because 21 years ago, 22 years ago, uh, the idea of a, of a 
female film festival was kind of rare to mm-hmm. say the least. How did you garner um, cachet or how, how were you taken seriously? Because 21 years, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. So in, the, in that year, I was hitting the festival circuit with my first film. Because mm-hmm. you, you are a filmmaker yeah, as well. Yeah, I am, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I was hitting the International Film Festival with my debut film, In the Refrigerator, a.k.a. <laughs> Dancing for Doll. And I, I was my first foray into that landscape, and it was really exciting. But what I noticed um, was that there weren't many women directors at these international festivals. And it raised a question for me, and the question was, are there so few women directors, or are there films not getting programmed? And I was seeing some extraordinary films by men and women, mm-hmm, but it mm-hmm. was just the ratio between the number of male directors and the number of female directors was really obvious. And so I wanted to know, are there women directors out there or are there mm-hmm. films not getting mm-hmm. programmed? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so 21 years later, you, you have an abundance of film. You don't have to, to go looking for female directors. Um, how, how, how broad and diverse? Well, for, first of all, let's, let's put down the logistics. It starts next week, right? Oh, don't say that. You're terrifying me. 26th of <laughs> July. We have another week. So it starts on the July, Wednesday, July 26th. And really, it's interesting. We're back at the Bloor, now known as the Hot Dogs. Uh, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're kind of coming home after a long time away. So we're at the Bloor Cinema opening on Wednesday, July 26th with an indigenous uh, documentary film and an opening, a traditional opening ceremony at 5 nice, p.m. And then nice. we have the opening gala at 8. Nice. And then we're running films, live script readings, which are free and open to the public. Wow. So we have a competitive script development program. Um, yeah, so it's it's like five full days of, of film, documentary, shorts, animation, experimental. From all over the place. You yeah. you, you graciously sent me a couple of screeners and... and uh, we both are excited about this film from Latvia. Mm-hmm. Um, my love affair with marriage. Oh, yes. and just It just blew me away completely. Yeah. It's kind of, I've been trying to describe it to people. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an awesome task. It's, it's, a, it's a feminist film, but it's not a, uh, it's not an, it doesn't denigrate men. No. Right? No. No. Um, and it's about and it's, this young girl, you know, finding herself because she doesn't fit into the girl category and blah, blah, blah. And, it's an uh, animation and a yeah, musical, yeah, yeah, too. It's, it's animated. It's a musical. And the other major character is biology. And yeah. <laughs> there's, there's this um, amoeba, amoeba kind of thing explaining the biology that is going on in this young girl's body as she ages. It's wonderful. Just wonderful. And it's a musical. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so clever. <laughs> It is so cleverly crafted, and Signe's joining us. Um, she's now living in New York, and she's, the, the she's coming film, over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that film is our closing feature, actually. And I can say that in 21 years, we have never closed with an animated feature, ever. Yeah, yeah. And most animations are short, usually under you know 15 minutes, unless they're an animation, like a hybrid animation, yeah. experimental yeah. documentary, yeah. Yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Well, years ago, years ago, I did a whole bunch of interviews for, they used to be animation festivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was an animation festival here in Toronto, and I, I did all these interviews. Um, and they're strange people, animators. You know, they, they work by themselves. 
often for two, three years, <laughs> producing some 12-minute thing that nobody sees. <laughs> really. And they're, they're quirky and funny and just they're very uh, strange people. But, yeah. I, but I also got to meet the, the original voices of Rocky and Bullwinkle. So, you, you know, go. that was all good. All right. Good. And they're also strange people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that the truth. Um, well, what was I going to say? Um, so it's diverse in form, mm-hmm. right? Um, you have short films and feature films, mm-hmm. uh, but they're from all over as well, right? Mm-hmm. You're opening with an indigenous film and closing with a film from Latvia. Mm-hmm. And what's in the middle? Oh my goodness, so many films. Uh, you know, we, 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 I kind of captured the, the essence of the films with the program titles this year. So we have a program called Redemption, and we have With Cause, and we have Sex, uh, oh, Liberty and Sports, which is about women in sports and, and the different struggles in terms of the Olympics and mm-hmm. how a quarter, mm-hmm. um, Category Woman is quite incredible. As a, as a documentary by Phyllis Ellis. Um, did you know that back in the day that the Olympics jury would make the women athletes parade naked in front of them to ensure that they were anatomically female? Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's all kinds of things that have gone down over the history of women in sports. And this is really about, you know, um, African uh, athletes, women athletes who have testosterone levels um, and they're challenging their femininity or their womanness, yeah, and yeah. Put, make them go through all kinds of horrible procedures oh, wow. to to reduce their uh, their hormone levels. And yeah. it's just it's incredibly. Uh, I mean, I didn't know. I always love documentaries when I learn something I didn't know. Well, yeah, I think that's what they're that's, that's the point. what they're there yeah, for yeah. exactly. And so we have some great short docs, feature docs. Um, we have. Um, mental health we have violence against women i know it sounds like a lot of fun and we have there's a lot of humor (laughs) but there's a lot of humor and hope and and they're enlightening films and they're well crafted yes Mm -hmm. yes yes and and uh in terms of music because you know we are music show um uh some wonderful music. Do you, there's a film that you sent me called Montreal Girls. Mm-hmm. Patricia uh, Chica. Yeah, that is is just wonderful. The the music in it is so moody and evocative, and it it turns out that she she wrote it um, with her music chakras. Which, yes, which kind of, I have no idea what I that means. I was terrified and you were going to ask me about that. So the corresponding <laughs> musical vibrations. I do know that with chakras, there's some kind of yes, musical. Yes, yeah. But but the score, the the composition is like punk, and it's it is very well yes, crafted. Yes, and yes. she she can talk about it for a long time about her craft, and and she works with actors the same way. Yeah, yeah. It's about chakra work with wow. her performance. She's very much wow. very unique in her craft as a director, and in the overall crafting of her work as a writer and as a director. And a lot of it is very chakra based yeah, yeah. And it's a story of a young a Middle Eastern man uh, coming to, to Montreal to go to McGill his father's going to you know finance his uh, uh, sojourn in med school um, but but I was I'll be honest with you I was surprised that a film in a female eye film festival is about a young man I was not truly expecting that I really wasn't mm-hmm. and I think from what I've garnered from um, you know what you've told me in you know literature about the festival. It is, it's feminist, but it's not. Um, 
it's acceptive. It's open. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like because we, oftentimes people say the feminists are going, yeah, right, they're just going to mail bash for four hours. No, and, no, 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 no. We no. love men. You know, our script development program is open to men. Well, see, that's another thing I want to talk about, the fact that you don't just show film. Uh-huh. You have all this other stuff. So tell me a bit about this script development program. So every great film starts with a great script. Yep. The word. So we In have, the beginning was the word. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we have, we have screenwriters who submit pilots, features, we just opened up recently to pilots um, in recent years, but and they submit them for our consideration for the script development program. And part of that is script readings, live script readings, actors, if there's any actors listening, um, we have actors come in and they read wow. excerpts wow. from each script. And the writers are there and the industry is there and they're hearing their script read by actors. So they're hearing the dialogue out loud and they're making notes. And that program has always been open to both men wow. and women. Wow. Um, and I think the reason why, you know, when we started that program 10, 15 years ago, I, I never wanted the female eye to be at the exclusion of men. And mm-hmm. as a matter of mm-hmm. fact, we boast about a 40% male audience now. And we worked really hard to, to do that, to say that just because a woman writes and directs a film, it doesn't mean it's for a femme-centric audience. We would never say that about a male director. Um, but there was this preconceived notion that if women wrote and directed a film that it's a chick flick or it's a, a, a fluffy rom-com or yeah, it's a... Well, Talk to Ida Lupino. Exactly. And our late night thrills and chills program really speaks to that on Friday and Saturday night. We have a lot of women working in the genre space, horror, thriller, suspense. And if you enjoy that type of film and and bloodletting doesn't trouble you, I think you'd really (laughs) enjoy the late night thrills and chills. It's a phenomenal late night program, both Friday and Saturday night. And there's films during the day as well? Yes, yes, yes. On Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Where can someone get the... um, the schedule uh go to the website the female i e-y-e so female and then e-y-e filmfestival.com we're going to shorten it i think next year <laughs> so the female i filmfestival.com and there's a qr code on the website and you can just scan it and it'll take you right to the website with all the the day-to-day programs okay wonderful wonderful so what i like to do when i bring guests in uh, which isn't all that often, uh, and I suffer for it, I think, because I, I love having people here at the end, um, is I want them to bring in some music. Mm-hmm. So I asked you to bring in some music, <laughs> and oddly enough, we both, you, you emailed me and said, I'm thinking of this Amy Winehouse song, and I went, got her covered already, <laughs> so we were thinking along the same lines anyways. But what's the other choice? Explain, explain yourself. For oh, this choice gee. of music, dear. You know, you know, I love. I have a very eclectic uh, choice. As I mean, I love music, all music. But I, post pandemic, I, I was quite sick, and I actually went when I recovered from it. I went to New York yeah. for one night to see Patti Smith live. Ah. I did, and so it was incredible seeing her spoken word music songs and i read you know the year of the monkey and she was she's been in my head you know and so that i i just like i like her reverence i like her activism i like her kind of uh fu attitude i like her i think she's bold and brazen and i think she's a wonderful writer of poetry and prose as well 
And, uh, you know, I love analog photography and I shoot Polaroids and she shoots Polaroids. And, you know, I just I I really like um, I like her sensibility and her craft. Okay, well, it's justified then. Thank you. Patty Smith. Jesus died for somebody's sins but not mine Milton hot thieves wild cord of my sleeve thick Heart of stone, my sins, my own, they belong to me, me. People say beware, but I don't care. The words are just rules and regulations to me, me.
「おいろけありそでなさそうありそでほらほら黄色いさくらんぼ」「つまんでごらんよわしゃぶってごらんよちゅう」「甘くて渋いよスイワン」Thrills and chills this summer. The Female Eye Film Festival celebrates its new home at Hot Docs Ted Rogers Cinema July 26th to 30th, screening a huge variety of genres made through the lens of award winning female filmmakers. Five days of exciting shorts, documentaries, and feature length films, including our late night thrills and chills program, opening drum ceremony, gala parties, and more. Go to thefemaleeyefilmfestival.com for tickets and a chance to win all access passes. I'm Adam. I'm from Mississauga. And I'm Narupa. I'm from Toronto. And you're listening to CIUT 89.5. The sound of your city. Bassett is a folk duo from Toronto. Their carefully crafted harmonies are reminiscent of classic folk artists like Simon and Garfunkel and Julian Welch, but with a modern touch that is both unexpected and inviting. Their debut album, In the Clay, brings a deep love of the natural world together with the liveliness of the big city. Find the album wherever you stream music or visit bassoftheband.com for more info. There mountains on the sidewalk Logs across your door. Mixta Festival returns live from Lynx Music, July 15 and 16. Good music, food, 
fun, and happy people all combined in this two days outdoor block party. The international lineup features Luigi Luna, The Bongo Hop, Anidia Gongora, Bejuco, The Chemist, Job Server, Hiva, Alfred Andy, and many more incredible acts. Limited tickets available. Get yours now at mixedofestival.com. From the roots up, CIUT 89.5 FM, Toronto. A reminder, hang on a second. My goodness, I, things are out of control here. Um, a reminder that the Mixto, Mixto, Mixto uh, festival that's going on right now and all day tomorrow is being broadcast live at 4 o'clock here at uh, CIUT 89.5 FM where we are spending another Saturday afternoon here at Phil's Inn. And as we said earlier, most of the guests are kind of inside now because it's raining outdoors and we canceled our pickleball tournament. It's just, it's, I'm sad about the whole thing. Uh, the bright light, though, is that we have a wonderful guest in the studio today, Leslie Ann Coles, who's the, what's the f- official title, festival director? Founder and festival director. And chief bottle washer, right? Yeah, yeah chief good, bottle yeah, washer yeah. is right. Um, of the Female Eye Film Festival. Or what, you got no. no, no, you pronounce the, the, uh, the uh, what's that word called, when you take the letters of something? Fef. Fef, fef. Very nice. And you said earlier that you, you, you know, you're a founding um, member. I don't want to say you're the founder of this. And 21 years ago, 22 years ago, when you started this, you noticed that there was a an absence of female directors. Um, Do you see any difference between female directors and male directors? Aesthetically or spiritually or cinematography? cinematically or so in the early years I remember receiving films and 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 they were coming on DVDs believe it or not and I was taken aback by the faces and the how women were portrayed on screen it was sort of not what I was used to Uh, so you would see women in romantic situations that were over the age of 22 and you would see um you know, wizened old faces, and you would see uh, just I wasn't I wasn't used to seeing women portrayed on screen who didn't look like uh, you know Barbie dolls sort of you know, and then women were in lead roles and women were killers and women were lovers and mothers and and it just kind of broke a lot of stereotypes for me in terms of like how women were written and and how they were written differently by women. And the other thing that I noted is that women treat sex and violence differently than their male counterparts. So often it's what you don't see, which is often more frightening and horrific than what that's you right, do see. That's right. So, uh, and I'll never, rem- I'll, I'll never forget Deborah Kempmeyer, who's quite a notable uh, New York filmmaker now. I mean, she's did Queen Sugar and she's directing Star Wars, and her career is just blown up. But we showed a film that starred Elizabeth Moss from Mad Men. Okay, yes, and it was yes. her first starring role, and it was a film called Virgin. 
And in the film, you know, she shot this scene on a wide lens, and this young girl, Elizabeth Moss, is playing that has been, you know, raped, and she's pregnant, and she comes from a rural Baptist town, and she believes that she's carrying the second coming of the Christ child. Okay. And, and there's a, a scene of a rape of her when she's very, very pregnant at dawn on this asphalt. And I remember looking at this shot, and it was on a really long lens, and you couldn't get close to really seeing what was happening, but you kind of you knew what was happening. Mm -hmm. And I just found that women and and women treat sex and violence differently. It's not gratuitous. It, it doesn't favor the male gaze when it mm -hmm. comes to sex. Yeah. And yeah, they're just a different. They bring a slightly different perspective to it. Well, well, you just mentioned um, quickly the the idea of age. You mm. very seldom see a woman in her 50s unless that's what the story is about mm -hmm. right like you don't you don't see uh, minor characters or you know secondary characters who are you know most i'd say the general population most people most women are over 50 <laughs> at this point i think well yeah the baby boomers and stuff you know, right so yeah. but but you don't you don't see them um, and I think that's different in, a, in female film. Yeah, I think women are telling women's stories authentically yes. with a certain kind of sensibility, more realism. So you don't see a film often directed by a woman that features a, you know, a 20-something-year-old woman on the arm of a 62-year-old yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, man. You see women, you yeah. know, it's just different. It's, just, it's, it's a different, it's different storytelling, different kind of storytelling. Yes. Well, you're a filmmaker. I am. Um, I've seen one of your films, uh, a wonderful documentary about Melody Maker magazine mm -hmm. called, what was it, like, the title just escaped Melody me. Makers. Melody Makers. I, I didn't want to call it Melody Maker okay. magazine, but they were Melody Be Makers. That's so. right, because it's, it's a documentary about the magazine, but it's also the people who populated the magazine. Mm -hmm. um, why were you drawn to that as a subject? Well, that's we're going full circle. Barry Wenzel, the photographer who's at the heart of the film, uh -huh. who shot for Melody Maker magazine for 10 years, 1965 to 1975, had an incredible just, photo just archive. Second, just for a second. Yeah. Think of what happened in that time period exactly. in terms of, of, of music, oh, pop yeah. music, and oh, British yeah. pop music at that. Yeah. I know. So he was there. He was, he was this young guy who got, so it was the first time there ever was a music photographer in of any uh -huh. publication and there were these big eight eight point five by eleven shots that were being incorporated into print magazine which had never been done before. On the front cover. Newsprint, yep. And he and I had a studio in downtown Toronto in Artscape and I met him and he actually took I heard, oh there's a photographer here and I asked him if he would take stills from my debut film that I talked about that I released in uh -huh. twenty uh, 2001, when uh -huh, it was 2001, uh -huh. he took the stills for that. And then we started hanging out, and he said, oh, yeah, you know. And he started showing me photographs, and I was, like, blown away. And when I started hearing the stories behind the photographs, I said to myself, I have to make a film about him. This is my next film, and it was my next film. It was Melody Makers. Wonderful, and it's been shown on the CBC. But there's a they licensed it. Does yeah. it get any kind of theatrical release? It did. It did have a theatrical release. It was released in 2019 in Montreal and Toronto. It had a limited run, um, and now it's available through Cleopatra Entertainment, I believe, on Amazon. I'm actually distributing it independently in Canada. So, and there's a great Apple book. Um, it's an it's like eight bucks or something, and it has like hundreds of photographs. Nice. So people use them as screensavers. Nice, and, nice. Yeah, 
Nice. Yeah, because it's, it's a lovely film. I mean, I, I, you know, I mentioned I was reading Melody Maker when I was a teenager because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they were there at the, at the, the, the Beatlemania rush, mm-hmm. right? I mean, in some senses, they kind of are responsible for much of the Beatlemania that happened in 64, 65. Um, very nice, very nice. Um, so let's get back to this. Female Eye Film Festival, mm-hmm. and it's starting next Wednesday. A week Wednesday. A week Wednesday? Oh, well, wait. No, no. No, no, next no, Wednesday. you're right. Yeah, yeah. July 26th. Yeah, to yeah. The Today's 30th. the 15th. I have a week, right? Yeah. It doesn't start this week, <laughs> does it? No. <laughs> July 30th. July 20. Wednesday, July 26th to Sunday, July 30th. Yeah. See, I, see, you've put that in your head. Now it's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> you're actually going to have that nightmare waking up and saying, oh, I'm not there. It started anyway. Like I'm coming out of water. <gasps> yes, that's yeah, right. That and was... people can get the full schedule because it's action packed. I mean, you've got films all day mm-hmm. and galas, galas, and mm-hmm. and 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 workshop scene and yeah. and script development uh, stuff. You've, yeah. It's an action packed uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, 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 five days. Five days. Uh, where can people get the schedule? Uh, go to thefemaleeyefilmfestival.com. So thefemaleeyefilmfestival.com. And the full program is right there. Okay, and tickets are readily available? Um, right there. You can buy them online or you can go show up at you know, Hot Doc Cinema on Bloor Street and pick them up on the day. Excellent, excellent, mm. excellent. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a wonderful f- uh, film festival. I'm surprised that I hadn't really heard about it before. but I know. I never get out of the house anymore. <laughs> so what do I know? Anyways. <laughs> Leslie Ann Coles, thank you very, very much for visiting the inn and telling us about this wonderful film festival. Um, all the best, thank you. as they say. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having me on your show. Oh, you're welcome. Thank it was you. fun. It was fun. So let's get back to uh, the radio. This is a request, actually. I have a whole bunch of requests. If you want to hear a request, give me a call, 416-946-7000. Not while I'm on the air, though. Um, was that snide? I think that was kind of snide. The person knows who I'm talking to. Um, <laughs> until that point, have a have a have a great festival, Leslie Ann. And this you. is this is Buffy Saint Marie. Ooh. Early Buffy Saint Marie on CIUT eighty nine
Everything that I've known Let it go out Let it roll out With the tide I can't think of a thing That hasn't been shot through With pain Like a nightingale Sung in the dead of the night Goodbye so long Farewell all I'll be
the goodness and the love that the world's gonna give to me. I'ma give it back ten times before I am ready. If you think you're alone, hold on, I'm coming. Watch them wither, watch them scatter with the wind. I can't think of a thing that hasn't been born of a dream. Like a love supreme, like a circle unbroken. Goodbye so long, farewell, all I've been.
La da 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 
Well, what a what a strange set of music. Starting way off the top, quite a while ago, Buffy St. Marie, very early Buffy St. Marie from I think his third album, called Nude, sorry, Native North American Girl. Uh, and then we heard Janis Joplin live at the Monterey Pop Festival performing, um, is it Memphis Mini who wrote Ball and Chain? It escapes me. Suffice to say, we heard Ball and Chain, an incredible performance. I love uh, when, you know, near the end when she almost like leaves her body. She just goes into another realm speaking in tongues. And then we heard Alison Russell, just an amazing performer and a piece called The Returner. That's like brand new within, well, within a couple of days, I would think. And then we heard Anna and Elizabeth um, in a piece called Troubles. And we also heard Nora Brown with Buck Creek Girls. And Anna and Elizabeth and Nora Brown are part of a kind of female banjo revival. Um, they're just amazing banjo performers. But it's interesting how in the last couple of years this seems to have arisen, this kind of subgenre of female banjo players. It's fine with me. I ain't complaining. And then we heard Emily, sorry, Emily Claire Barlow with The Beat Goes On, originally recorded by, that's right, Sonny and Cher, and Terry Clark from Medicine Hat, Alberta, and her version of Warren Zevon's Poor, Poor, Pitiful Me. This is CIUT 89.5 FM, another afternoon here at Fills In. We are coming up at 4 o'clock with a live presentation. We are going to be presenting the Mix 2, or the Mix T.O., festival which is uh, happening right now and at four o'clock we're going to join them and uh, do a live broadcast i believe for the rest of the evening um, and uh, if you're in town and you want to hear this it's an exciting exciting um two days of music they are located write this down 560 emerson avenue i believe emerson street one or the other and that's in the uh, Dufferin-Lansdowne area, in between Dufferin and Lansdowne, off of DuPont Street. And apparently they're in a parking lot, but Ariel, uh, who is sort of uh, our on-site guy, tells me that you will hear it. <laughs> Probably blocks away, so just follow the sound. Um, in between time, until then, we're just going to try to catch up with some requests. If there's anything you wish to hear before we go... 416-946-7000 but it has to be a female artist and preferably a strong female artist such as this request going out to uh, an old alumni Barry Livingstone Barry the Bear oh he used to do such great shows here oh let's get down and possibly dirty.
pinball machine and he said, Come on, see, give me a dollar. Come on, see, so give me It's a long road. When do we reach our
This is CIUT 89.5 FM. Another afternoon that fills in. Hang on a second, please. Oh my goodness, these intruders. Anyways, we've had an interesting afternoon. We had a great guest. We talked about the uh, Female Eye Film Festival, which I highly encourage. I think there's some amazing films getting uh, played there. And the tickets aren't all that expensive. In fact, they're fairly cheap. Uh, And right to their website, femaleeyefilmfestival.com, I believe it is. And... uh, Get a schedule because there's a diverse amount of films being played. Uh, Wonderful, wonderful. So we are just about in a few minutes, about 10 minutes, going to throw it over to the Mix TO or Mix 2 festival that is occurring right now. And we're going to broadcast live from there uh, for most of the evening. Um, So when we're ready to do that, we will do that. Until then, you have a great week. Behave yourselves. Uh, Remember, if you can't be kind, then... You know, at least try to be civil, okay? This is Joyce Green from the 1950s in a piece called Black Cadillac. I caught you cheating and running round And now I'm gonna put you in a hole in the ground
Happy Saturday, Brad. Hey, Clayton. How are you doing? Come 